0: You may recall B.C. Premier David Eby announcing a few weeks ago new measures to fix what has become an old problem in the province, a lack of homes for both existing and uh, expected residents. The NDP is hoping to get this done by building on legislation already in place uh, that required municipalities and regional governments to provide housing needs reports to the province by April 20. Twenty-two and every five years moving forward. Now the plan is to have these reports reviewed by the provincial housing ministry, which will determine if a how, if how uh, will determine if housing targets should be set for a particular municipality. So it's a bit of a it's part carrot and part stick. Now it's an ongoing issue across the country, of course, as well. Especially in Ontario, the debate is there. However, appears to be more stick than carrot in many ways. Ontario. I would argue provides a window into the fight that may be coming to BC between the provincial government and some municipalities. Ontario passed a housing bill Monday intended to spur development. The new law is just one move uh, among many uh, in a flurry of recent housing changes from Doug Ford's progressive conservative government, including plans to open some areas of the protected Greenbelt land uh, development and allowing the mayors, get this, the mayors of Toronto and Ottawa to pass bylaws with just one-third of council support. So in many cases, the mayor of Toronto, Ottawa, Hamilton as well, their offices will look like more uh, American mayor, uh, like what American mayors do. They have a lot more power in the U.S. So it's quite interesting that you can pass bylaws with this one third of council support in certain major cities, Toronto and Ottawa, Hamilton as just three. Now, Premier Doug Ford uh, is m- making this push as his government attempts to get 1.5 million homes built in the next 10 years. Years to deal with the uh, growth projections there. Now, coincidentally, uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory uh, brought in his uh, 2023 housing action plan to City Council yesterday. His message to his fellow politicians locally and the staff, Toronto should actually make an effort to get housing built. He said that the city must meet or exceed an ambitious goal of building 285,000 homes over 10 years. That's about, get this, a 60% increase Over the past decade. Joining me now to discuss what's occurring in Ontario and what we might be able, what we maybe expect, should expect here in Vancouver is Colin DeMello, Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News in Toronto. Colin, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, walk our audience here uh, in the Lower Mainland. Uh, give us a sense of what, how, just how loud the debate has been in Toronto and broadly in, 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 in the province of Ontario in regards to housing.
1: Well, this has been a primary focus, I think, for a lot of people, uh, people who are looking to get into the housing market and for the governments that are looking to facilitate uh, the construction of as much housing as possible. The Ontario government set a, a, a target. They want to build 1.5 million houses over the next 10 years or so by 2031. That's a huge target for them to be able to achieve by the end of that, uh, the, de- the decade. And in order to do that, they need to make a lot of minor and major changes to convince developers to start building a lot more and to kind of put more of that responsibility onto municipalities. So one of the things they started doing was they started giving a lot of the larger municipalities, cities like Toronto, Ottawa, Hamilton, London, etc., some goals for how many houses the province wants those communities to build. And they want those communities to come back to the province with a strategy to say what they're going to do to actually build those houses. So those strategies could include something like what the city of Toronto is doing, which is to end the practice of exclusionary zoning, which means you know neighborhoods that typically have had single-family homes can now would now uh, if the changes that the city council go through would be able to you know sustain much larger uh, developments, right? So maybe some fourplexes. Small apartment buildings certainly more than just having one family live on this plot of land. That could, you know, perhaps have three, four, five families living in that plot of land. Um, you know, other municipalities are also studying what they can do to kind of fast track construction, and the province from a top-down level is also looking at speeding up the process, right, from conceptualization to actual construction to people moving in. They want to make, you know, it as barrier-free as possible uh, to make sure that, you know, developers have been incentivized and that, you know, there is ultimately more homes being built. So one of the things as an example they're saying, development charges, uh, right? They claim that development charges, which are charged to developers by municipalities to help build infrastructure that supports those communities, the province is eliminating development charges to maybe convince developers to build a little bit more if they don't have to pay these millions of dollars in fees. So lots going on. A lot of it, though, I have to say is very controversial.
0: Uh, Now, at the end of the day, when you build a home, you still go to City Hall uh, and you need approvals. Uh, you said that they've encouraged or at least focused on some cities that they want to see more development from, one of them, of course, City of Toronto. So would the mayor have uh, the power to push some of these things through because of what the provincial government wants to see done?
1: Yeah, one of the things the province really wants to target here is uh, nimbyism, you know, not building anything in my backyard kind of a thing. And we've seen a lot of that in, in places like the City of Toronto, where you might have you know, some urban neighborhoods that might skew a little bit more middle class to higher income that want to keep their neighborhoods looking the way they used to look for a long time. Uh, and so the province wants to eliminate that kind of attitude. So what they're, they're saying to the city of Toronto is they're giving the mayor these incredible powers. Um, he has strong mayor powers, John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, and he's got now the ability to pass bylaws with one third of the vote at city council so if for instance there is a development proposal that's coming to a particular neighborhood that's facing stiff opposition the mayor could you know using only a third of city council can actually push through that uh that construction project anyway uh, basically overriding the rest of city council um it is a very controversial measure but one that the province is hoping will you know be able to fast track uh, construction and really maybe quiet down any of those naysayers um, who, who might be opposing any kind of developments. And, and the province is kind of, you know, in, in a bit of a, a tight spot, right, between a rock and a hard place, because there are lots of communities that are saying, you are the ones responsible for facilitating all of this construction. But when the province says, okay, well, how about we put a building here and, and something else there, some of those same communities come back and say, no, 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 I, no we didn't mean here. We met somewhere else. And, and I think that's where the province kind of finds itself in a, in a position of uh, you know, uh, being you know, darned if they do and darned if they don't, where now they're trying to force this through by giving those uh, municipalities the power to actually push it through without any kind of pushback. Uh,
0: is the premier uh, and the mayor's, mayor of Toronto and some of these other big city mayors in Ontario, do they have the public on their side, uh, broadly speaking, uh, in regards to some of these controversial Uh, policies?
1: Well, there is a larger agreement in, you know, the the province in general that there needs to be more uh, construction and more housing being built right? You know, Toronto is one of those destinations, just like Vancouver, just like Montreal, uh, perhaps even uh, Halifax, where, you know, as, as we see an influx of immigrants over the next uh, a decade or so, you know, historically, these have been the major centers that people find community and, and want to go and settle and, and um, you know, build, a, build a, a future. But in doing so, there's obviously only a set amount of land and a set amount of housing that's, that's available. And a lot of it in Toronto has been single family homes. That, that I mean, still is the, the, the gold standard for what everyone looks to achieve. Uh, the problem is, is those houses are starting to become wildly unaffordable, right? We're talking about single family homes in a city like Toronto that are, you know, going into not just the one millions, two millions, three millions and beyond. And these houses, you know, you're not getting much more house for uh for those millions of dollars and making people a lot of in reality house poor and so the idea here is build more housing not necessarily affordable housing just build as many homes as possible to make sure that you know the 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 market will dictate the, the the price of those homes and bring it down so there is agreement that that needs to happen but the way the province is going forward with it has definitely landed them in a lot of hot water Because there are questions as to whether it's the province that's driving these plans or perhaps developers who are driving these plans, because developers stand to profit a lot. For the mayor of Toronto, you know, there have been a lot of accusations of being anti democratic, because typically in Canada, you would have a 50% plus one that wins any kind of argument. Here, you would have, you know, 33% wins the argument of the day. And, and a lot of people are saying, well, that simply is undemocratic of, of the, the, the mayor of Toronto to have that. So, you know, it really depends on which, which way you, you, you land here. But there has been a lot of controversy and pushback about some of the plans that uh, the, the government's multiple have been making.
0: Well, the similar talk, uh, similar talk is occurring here uh, in the Lower Mainland in British Columbia, and, and we're watching Toronto very closely because uh, you've brought in legislation, you're now moving forward with it, and we have been talking about it, and we expect more to occur uh, in the weeks and months ahead. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, keeping a close eye. Colin, appreciate uh, your time today. Thank you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.